and welcome back to Up the Villa podcast. This is our predicted lineup episode for Middlesbrough v Aston Villa in the FA Cup. Delighted to be joined by Hannah, who's going to be giving you all a formal apology for the Christmas quiz. <laughs> uh, I know a lot of you have said to me in person, never put her on a quiz ever again because it was <laughs> absolutely solid. So, um, yeah, Hannah, you can apologise and uh, you're all right. Well, when I was writing that, I actually thought for a little bit that it was going to be too easy. So now I know if I think it's too easy, it's definitely the opposite. And I promise if I'm ever granted uh, Quizmaster again, I will go easy on you lot. Because, yeah, I was reading through the comments and it was quite funny that lots of people are finding it difficult. But part of the fun, isn't it? Um, so, yeah, I'm back uh, fresh in the new year. Looking forward to what 2024 has to hold, including an absolutely riveting uh, first fixture of the new year. Which is one that you are going to be going to. And we are going to put it out there. This is Hannah's first ever <laughs> away day for Aston Villa. So how are you feeling about that? I'm very excited. It's quite funny. The furthest I've ever travelled watching Aston Villa is to the Bescot. So um, this is this is really exciting for me, um, albeit it's third round against Middlesbrough, who probably aren't the most glamorous footballing side in the world. Um, I think it, it's, you know, it's exciting for anyone uh, for the, to go to their first away game. Me, I'm doing it at 24, which is probably a bit lighter than most, but it's never too late to get involved in the away games. Obviously, it's really difficult if you're not a regular um, to get a ticket. So this was the first time that I was actually able to get one. And I thought, you know what, I'm going to do it. January is a horrible month. It's depressing. Everyone's, you know, post-Christmas, post-New Year blues. I thought, let's have something fun to do. Um, so I'm, I'm really looking forward to it. I think it's a whole new match day experience, really, isn't it? I mean, I'm going to drive up there, so it's a bit of a jaunt. But I think just getting up early and getting to this new stadium that I've never been to before and experiencing a way end, I think, yeah, it's really exciting. So I'm really looking forward to it. And I'm sure we'll get into kind of what the lineup's going to look like and how we might set up. But I'm hoping that the game is just as entertaining as I'm hoping it'll be and that we can get a win because I'm still haunted from watching us play Stevenage uh, this time last year, and that just did not go very well. Yeah, me, me and Justin did the, the match preview, um, you know, yesterday, and it came out yesterday, and like, we were talking about the FA Cup, and then I, I've kind of forgot about Stevenage, and then all of a sudden I just had that flashback <laughs> of that ball going to the edge of the box and beating Olsen at the near post. And just being like, what is going on? So, yeah, that was an unwelcomed memory that we, that came into my head doing that. So, yeah, I think, you know, me and Justin spoke about it, you know, what the FA Cup means, how big of a, a trophy it is, especially for the football purists, especially for football fans. Um, and I can imagine fans of a certain age maybe don't have the same affinity of what, all the fans have because of the way in which you've grew up with the FA Cup. I mean, you're the youngest contributor on our channel. So, you know, what, what does it actually mean to you? I think growing up around people who talk about the FA Cup in such high regard probably um, changes my opinion on it compared to how I'd feel if, it, if you know, I was just brought into the footballing world by myself. So, you know, you always hear 
your family members and your older family members talking about you know the beauty of the cup and when we've won it in, in past years and how magical it is so I've kind of absorbed that and kind of get a feel that it's a it's a special competition but you know there is probably in modern day football for younger fans a bit more of a focus on you know you've got to win the Premier League you've got to win the Champions League but in terms of like a domestic trophy it's the creme de la creme isn't it it's, it's the best of the best and if if I was to pick something this season, you know, the FA Cup would be right up there for me in terms of what I'd love to win. It's a proper trophy. It's something that, you know, even outside of the UK, you'll get recognised for winning. So it's a trip to Wembley as well. Who doesn't love a trip to Wembley? And I just think it's been far too long that we've not really taken it seriously, whether it's because we've been struggling in the league or because we've had managers that haven't taken it quite seriously. I've never really felt that we've been in the FA Cup in my kind of footballing Aston Villa lifetime. Um, we obviously had a decent little spell in the in the Carabao four years ago now. Um, but beyond that, our cup history in the last 10 years or so has been so poor. So it's about time that we, we turn that around now. If we want to be the, the Aston Villa that we talk about so often, that has to also come in domestic competitions as well. We can't always, you know, be looking at... Champions League and all these other things which are lovely and nice to have but we want some of that English uh, footballing heritage and glory don't we so I think this competition is huge and I'm hoping that this time around Unai Emery will have learned that it's important to us and important to the squad and you know take it seriously enough to field a decent side on Saturday. Yeah, I mean, we, you know, when you when the cup draw comes out, you know, I, I get excited by that cup draw. You know, I was like, who are we going to get? Who are we going to get? And this one, it was like Blues were still in it for like ages. And I was thinking, we're going to get them. We're going to get them. But we, we didn't get them in the end. But um, yeah, there's excitement of who you're going to get. You know, I, I absolutely love it. I do. But, you know, I think you're saying like 10 years. I think, haven't we got out the third round for the last seven years or something? So... That's a lot. That's that's seven years of not getting out the third round of the FA Cup. That's tragic. And some of the teams that we've had, you know, we've had, yeah, okay, we've probably had United about five times. But, you know, we've had United. I think we've had Liverpool. We've had uh, Stevenage. So we've had, like, up and down teams. But it doesn't really seem to matter on who we get. The same outcome always happens that we go out and... You know, when I'm looking at the Villa squad now, and we're going to predict our lineup in a minute, and okay, there's going to be changes that, that we're not going to be full strength. I think we all know that. But when we are picking this team in a minute, it's still a good team. And I think maybe in the past, we not really had a, a squad as good as this that we can take a player out and put someone in there that has been starting Premier League games this season. So I'm hoping that. Okay, we make changes, but they're to an adequate level to to get us through the tie. I mean, we've got the opposition preview out tomorrow morning, uh, and I'll give you a little bit of a heads up on that one, is that they think that they are going to play the kids and absolutely chuck this game and focus on Tuesday night in the semi-final of the Carabao Cup against Chelsea. So that's the early team news. They've got loads and loads of injuries. I think they've got 13 injuries to their team as well. So, okay you know, it's we've still got to get the job done, but that's the noise coming out of the Middlesbrough camp is that it's not sold out. It's not going to be like this raucous atmosphere and they're going to they're going to heavily, heavily rotate. So 
We'll get into it, Hannah. I'm going to allow you to take control of this team then. Uh, Thank you. And you can focus fully on the 11 players and then I'll dip in and out of when you're sort of giving your, your team. So kick it off then with your sort of back five. Who are you going with? Okay. And before I get into this, just think, let's caveat with the fact that we've got two Premier League games in January. So you've touched on it with Justin in the in the match preview, but this this month we're looking at far fewer fixtures. The team have had a few days off now, a nice little rest. So I think coming into this, we've got to we've got to go pretty strong. So I have gone strong in my <laughs> predicted lineup, um, and I think as well to factoring in that. We'll hopefully have a couple players coming back this month from injury. Obviously, Kamara coming back from suspension. I think it means that throughout this month, we're going to have a little bit more flexibility in the squad. So it worries me less to go strong in this game. So I think, especially with um, recent history, I think Robin Olsen was in goal against Stevenage. I'm not going to go for Robin Olsen. (laughs) I don't even think he's fit still. So we'll go for Martinez. I think he is what exactly what you want in a cup goalkeeper um and he's our number one so we stick with him in terms of a back line i have gone with a four still um i bring cash back in i'm hoping he's fit um obviously he's been a bit in and out recently but i think this is a game where we could utilize him a little bit more um a little bit more attacking freedom hopefully and then uh, i've also gone for moreno on the left given luca dean's injury but some good minutes for him as well and then for centre-back partnership I thought you know what Esri Konza deserves a break we've seen the stats in the last week he's played the most minutes in uh, the Premier League in 2023 so I'm gone with a Pau and Diego Carlos combination I just think give Esri a break if we need to we can then bring Esri off the bench for cash maybe um, and kind of switch it that way but I thought Pau and Carlos is a very strong um, centre-back partnership and I think we really missed Pau Torres when we didn't have him for those couple of games so it'd be good to get him back with potentially a 90-minute game um, so that's my back five I don't know if you have any complaints there Luke <laughs> no I, I don't know I, I would agree I'd agree with four I, I think Moreno 100% cash I'd go 100% Carlos 100% Martinez 100% Pau I'll I think, well, we okay, if everyone's fully fit, I'd probably go power with you. But I think um, I think we might go long lay. Um, just because power, did he, did he come, he didn't come off against Burnley, did he? But he, he looks like he had a bit of a niggle at the end. So um, you could argue maybe a long lane there, but and rest power. But yeah, I think that's. Pretty good back five, to be fair. So uh, let's go then. Let's go the four midfielders then. Yeah. So my biggest decision was kind of whether to play or rest Douglas Louise. I've chosen mm. not to put him in this team. Um, Probably like the biggest player I've left out, I'd say. Um, Just because, again, minutes wise, can we cope without him? Bringing Kamara back in, obviously he served his three-match ban now, so he'll be raring to go. And again, I think we've really missed him in the games he's missed. Mm-hmm. And without Douglas Louise, he does that job, I think, pretty well by himself. So I've put him there and then I've put kind of John McGinn supporting uh, where mm-hmm. needed in that 
I guess a pivot but less so than we would normally expect hopefully you can be slightly more advanced and then this is kind of where I got a little bit more stuck obviously we're still missing Tielemans who I think would have been brilliant for this game so at the moment I've gone for Jacob Ramsey who I'm guessing is going to be so like you say there on the left side as he normally would be we're still waiting to kind of unlock Jacob Ramsey as we remember mm. him I think he really needs a big game, like a game where he comes out and he gets a goal, he gets an assist and he has a good performance. I think he's just, he's missing that at the minute. I don't know if it's match sharpness, but perfect opportunity for him to, again, get a little bit more confidence back. Um, so I'll keep him in. And then on the uh, right side, I'm thinking Zaniolo. Again, another player that we've yet to 100% see the best of but of starting to see some of those good signs obviously he's got his two goals now which is brilliant and I think again when we're trying not to go like to Gunko and include every every first team player I think he's a, a good one to bring in for a fixture like this now this was kind of where I struggled I'm gonna go Watkins up top because I just think we need to play Watkins up top um I think John Durant is an interesting player. I think he's got <laughs> ability, but I just don't think he's a he's a starting player at the minute. I think he's a little bit too wild and wacky. So Watkins, I'd love if we're up 3-0 at 60 minutes to take him off. We'll see, bring Durant on. This final position is is kind of where I've got a bit stuck. Um, mostly thinking who works best alongside Daniolo, who works best alongside Ramsey, um, and who needs who needs the game time more. Um, so this is kind of where I'm hoping for for your input, Luke. Uh, obviously, we're kind of weighing up between Bailey and Diaby. I think mm -hmm. my only concern with Bailey is is that he can be a little bit prone to injury, and I just mm -hmm. think is it too much of a risk to to pile on even more games when I don't always think he looks 100% fit. You know, he picks up a lot of little niggles, doesn't he? So I was leaning towards the RB. Again, he he had such a good sort of first half against Burnley and then should have scored three or four in that second half. So we saw some of the best signs we've seen of DRB this season, but then he just couldn't get the finish enough. So I'd be tempted to go with the RB, but I, I just couldn't quite settle on who I thought would fit best with the front pairing with Zaniola. I'd say I reckon you've pretty much nailed it to be fair. I, I would go I think Kamara's got to come back in because he's had an he's had a lovely Christmas, hasn't he, Kamara? Yes. <laughs> lovely Christmas and New Year. So I think he <laughs> he can get back to work now and put a shift in. Um again I, I agree I'd I'd rest Louise, I think, um, over McGinn. Um, so I would, you know, the options we've got in here, okay, you you, you could maybe say you want to play Dendonka, but I, I mean, a double pivot of Dendonka and Kamara's, you know, it, it's not that expressive, is it? So, no. uh, so I think we've got to pick one of Louise or McGinn. So I would rest Louise and play McGinn. I think Ramsey, again, 
like you've alluded to, needs game time, needs confidence, needs a goal, needs an assist, needs a performance, has to play for me. Zaniolo, another one, didn't really feature too much over Christmas. Again, we're going to need him going into the, you know 2024. So Zaniolo starts. Again, with you, Bailey, I wouldn't play Bailey. I think we don't need to. I think you know, he, he's done so well over Christmas period. I think we can play DRB. Um, and up top, I might go Duran, you know. Um, <laughs> I mean, we don't, we've heard this rumour of AC Milan and, and stuff like that and etc. But, you know, I'm, I'm kind of looking at this Duran situation here now and thinking, if you're not starting against Middlesbrough in the FA Cup, I know we, I know we want to take it seriously, and I know we are crying out for sort of like a lot of fans are saying we need that, we need that other striker in case Watkins gets injured. Like surely Duran, I don't know, it's, it's got to, got to start. I, I, I'm torn. I don't know, but you know, no, I get, I get what you mean. Watkins, I've gone Duran, so. Uh, it is yeah. a it is a tough one, and if I'm in Unai Emery's head, I could see him starting John Duran. I think what tips it for me is that all of these previous games where we've gone into like a cup game or even some of the Conference League um, group stage games, we weren't always starting with the best team. We were kind of starting with the second string players and then bringing the starting team on when we were struggling. Whereas I think in a game like this, you don't want it to be a banana skin. We're away from home. It's not really the nicest place to go. And my gut feeling is just go with Watkins for that for that bit of quality. Get ahead with the best players on the pitch where we can. And then if we're ahead, we bring on John Duran. I think, yeah, I just don't want to start with John Duran and at half time be fizzing that we, you know thinking oh we needed Watkins on you know I think Watkins is sort of absolutely pivotal at the minute to to us scoring goals whether it's scoring or assisting them as we know is is contributing so much so I'd rather just get ahead in this game and then take a few of them off even at half time and, and give some others a run out yeah well that's our team I mean you know that that that's a good team. That that team can beat Middlesbrough in the yeah. FA Cup and progress to the next round. Whether we're tweaking one or two, whether you're going Luis for McGinn or you're going Bailey for Diaby or you're going Durant, you know, whatever combination, that team is good enough to win this game of football. So yeah, let us know your thoughts in the comments section um of our team, uh, of Hannah's team. So if you hate it, it's Hannah's team. Um so yeah. <laughs> Uh, you can let us know on Hannah's team. But some some positive news that's coming from the Villa camp at the minute um, is that Leon Bailey is about to enter talks for a new deal. He's got a year left on his contract in the summer, so we need to time down. And, you know, it's one of them where I, I, I gather he loves the Villa now and, it, and he loves playing for Villa. We had that sort of chat from his dad when he when he when Gerard was here that Ajax wanted him and he, he was unhappy weren't he and he, he wants to play games and you can see now the the level of quality in his performances that he's looking really really good we need to tie him down he deserves a new deal he deserves more money and you know he's he's one of these now where you know just like Louise you, you're looking to kind of build the team around Bailey and DRB, Watkins, Luis. So, you know, it's important we keep hold of of all of our good players. And he's now one of them. And I think 
uh, you, you know, you mentioned his injuries earlier. You know, touch wood. He's looking a bit more robust now. And, and I don't know whether that's because he's more confident and he trusts his body more. Maybe it's because he's playing more, you know, before he was in and out. He's, you know, he's a fast player. He's, you know, his hamstrings are stretched, you know, and, and if they're not warmed up, you know, for like weeks on end, he, he might get injuries. So I think we, we're starting to see the best out of him, you know, and, you know, I, I've, I've been critical of him in the past because, you know, it's not being critical because you think he's a bad player and, and, and you're, you're sort of hammering him. It's because, We've known there's a player there. We've known that there is a really, really good player there. And now he's delivering week on week. You see the assists, the goals, the performances, the runs, the defensive work. You know, this is a proper player we got now. So what's your thoughts on Bailey and his new deal? I'm really happy. I was just talking about it at the weekend, actually, that surely he's due one. Because I was thinking back to when we signed him and I was pretty confident that he hadn't had anything new since then. And I thought it must be ticking down now. We need to secure him in. Do you know what? He's nearing on at the minute towards player of the season for Villa, mm. which is honestly, he had, he, he, he really had a quite a poor season last year. I think well, maybe less so under Unai Emery, but sort of from the point he came in and he had that worldy debut and he scored against Everton to sort of where we are now. He had such a rut and such a poor patch. He was driving driving me mad. But not, again, like you say, not because I thought he was pants, because I'd seen this cameo that was this player that looked really, really good. And then it had just gone so downhill and it was driving me mad that I thought, we've got this player here that has the potential. Why are we not getting it out of him? And along comes Unai Emery. And like we've seen, he improves players and I think a lot of it, like you say, is he's playing with confidence. I think he's the type of player that wants to be playing football and when when he's ticking, when he's firing, he looks like one of the best of his kind of kind in the in the Premier League, really. And his goals and even assists this season have been invaluable to Villa and the success that we're having. So really really important deal for us to get over the line and I think hopefully it will be another thing for him that kind of gives him that boost and shows that he's appreciated because we know it can be difficult when players come to England to play football and they've never played here before it does take time to settle it does take time to you know find your foot in and if you know he's still a relatively young chap you kind of have to give them that bit of patience and I think Leon Bailey is the blueprint for that now to show that look, give give a player time, give them the right you know resource, the right manager, and they will flourish. And Leon Bailey is is that player. So very very happy that he's hit this form and to get him a, a nice deal will start his year off right. And I think will be probably one of the biggest bits of business we can do this month. Yeah, absolutely love it. So that's our predicting lineup for Middlesbrough v Aston Villa. We have got the opposition preview out tomorrow morning. May do the press conference as well, so we can try and get a little bit of team news going into the game on Saturday. Then, so uh, Hannah, enjoy it. Um, yes, and bring right. back the uh, the uh, bring back the little ball for the next round. We want to we want to be in the hat. So um, yeah, it's be great. Great chatting to you again and uh, up the villa. Up the villa. <laughs>